Swear to God I won't fall that boy is Benny Hanna. I cross my heart and hope to die. I swear to God, I won't fold. Won't put nothing on hold. Treat my life like it's gold. They don't want beef, oh no. When pussies want beef, we roll. I cross my heart and hope to die. I swear to God, I won't fold. Won't put nothing on hold. Treat my life like it's gold. They don't want beef, oh no. I remember them long nights I was pitching that hard white Just trying to get the balls right Sauce dripping, splashing on the bitch I hit last night Then it's back to the cash right Got the kitty sitting well So you better not fuck with the stash right I'm on some other shit and my niggas be going dumb And you niggas that be hating be looking like you a bum And that shit that we sipping on sure ain't rum And you niggas sure is tough when you get a gun Fuck a late night, hit your ass early in the morning, niggas sleeping on the team, you can hear them snoring, make it rain on the bitch, she'll say it's pouring, touchdown on you niggas, you'll say it's scoring, I cross my heart and hope to die, I swear to God I won't fold, won't put nothing on hold, treat my life like it's gold, they don't want beef, oh no, when pussies want beef, we grow, I cross my heart and hope to die, I swear to God I won't fold, won't put nothing on hold, treat my life like it's they don't want beef, oh no. When pussies want beef, we roll. I get a green light in this. It was good. I'm Ali, your host for Star365 and Respect the Game, the podcast. And this is episode 67. And uh, today I want to touch on affirmation. And manifestation. So you so the question is, well, what is affirmation and what is manifestation? Right? So affirmation, like with me. I'm gonna talk when I'm talking, I'm speaking in terms of me, myself, and what's going on with me, me personally. And then whoever can relate to it, then you can tap in with me and then we can build from there and we can manifest together in all our dreams and all our desires but affirmation is you know sitting there accumulating a thought process your thoughts and then writing them down or typing them down or or just putting them into action as the thoughts comes to you like i'm blessed enough to be able to have this little station that i got going on here so every time i get a thought to be creative i come up here and i just start digging in and seeking the information and then apply it. Then thus it creates content. So like all my goals, what I got going on on my digital platform, you know, with the podcast, the mixtapes, and me being on live streaming, you know, streaming live with YouTube, Facebook, and all the other streaming services but uh and then manifestation is you know believing and and sending that energy out to the universe and have to remain patient and the positive energy that you send out to the universe you know and the goal is to align to align my energy with the universe energy and then the universe will send that 
energy back to me, thus shutting the light. You know, shutting the light from, you know, like a bright star. Shut the light. There's billions and billions. There's like nine, almost 10 billion people in the world. That is a lot of human beings. And probably like a, uh, a billion all chasing the same light and, and trying to manifest the light. You know, all their desires and their wishes and their goals. You know, good health, a good mindset, a balanced mind, you know, wealth, of course, right? Who doesn't want wealth? Everyone desires, uh, I would imagine, desires wealth or dream of it, but just, you know, haven't figured out how to get it aligned to where the money just starts to come from all avenues, different places. People start hitting you in your email, different opportunities and stuff like that. Well, like today and the last couple of days, it's been, you know, it's been, it's been rough, you know, the transition, because I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. You know, the transition and the, tr and, and the transformation and the energy and the wavelength, like, you can feel it. I mean, I, I feel it. And it's a little spooky. It got a little spooky yesterday and today. You know? I just got to remain faithful and patient that I know that it's not going to bring me harm. It's going to enhance. It's going to enhance me. In my whole situation, thus enhancing whoever is around me that's feeding off my energy that I'm putting out to the universe. It doesn't matter if you're white, black, Asian, Hispanic, where you're from, where you're at, none of that. We align and we connect our energies universally or globally. That's why I said we're going global, worldwide. You can, if you listen to my mixtapes, you always hear me say that. We're going global, worldwide. You know, shed the light. That's what I'm that's what I'm touching on. That. And keep feeding the universe that. You know? So like today, uh, I was up here working and then I posted that I was gonna have a music review at eight o'clock, right? And then I, only like three people came on alive. So the negative energy wants to pull pull me back. Like, oh man, forget that, man. Go do something else. I don't need them. Well, well I don't need them. I'm going to go do something else. I'm, I'm going to delete. As a matter of fact, I logged out. I logged out of all my social media earlier today. And I went downstairs and I had my little tuna sandwich that I made for dinner, which was so good. Blessed. I had that. I haven't had one of them in a while. And, uh, I started watching uh, all the All-Star game, which was so damn boring. They shouldn't even have that anymore. Anyway, that's another subject. But, uh, and I fell asleep. You know, I said I'm going to take a power nap like I usually do, right? 
but my brain was like so overloaded. Like my head, my head felt so heavy and my chest was tight. Like my head felt like a weaver wobbles. Like and I was like, oh shit. You know what I mean? What's going on? So I sat down on the couch and I was watching TV and I fell asleep. So I thought I was sleeping for only like 15, 20 minutes. When I go and I grab my phone, I look at the time. Three hours went by. I was really sleeping. Like, sleep, sleep. Then I woke up. It was like it's morning. Like, I'm wide awake now. My, my brain and my body recharged. So I had left the TV on YouTube. Because that's all I watch is YouTube. And this video popped up about the three signs of your manifestation. I was like, wow, okay. So when the, vi- when the video started, of course, I was distracted with the phone. Messing on my phone for no reason. Looking through the phone, you know, through, the, through my um, social media. And then that man started talking, and then, you know, first of all, the, his tone was, like, so relaxed, how he was speaking. So he got my attention. I looked, I said, oh, shit. What are you talking about? He's like, the three signs, you know, the things that are, are about to manifest for you. Like, what you've been working so hard for, your affirmation, and the time you're putting in, and the work you're putting in every day consistently. Whether it's one person on your life or 30 people on your life, or 100 people on your life, whatever. You still right there, you know, stay consistent. Continue to believe in yourself and your creativity. And continue to send it out to to the universe. Why? Because I'm here in New Jersey, and I'm speaking. Like, I'm recording it. This is going to be on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify Podcasts. Shout out to them. But also, I'm on the live, so now when I end this live, even if there's nobody on the live, and I end it, and I share it, and it goes in the stream on IG's platform. So it could be somebody in Indonesia or Malaysia or wherever they are, and they they hear what I'm talking about or they see, and it will touch them. And then our energies will be aligned together now we have a connection now we you know we're both connecting connecting our energy and our source right so he said the the first signs it was three signs the first signs that is going to happen that is about to happen for you is silence It just goes quiet, just silent. Your phone doesn't ring. You're not getting a bunch of text messages anymore. Nobody's DMing you. The emails are quiet. It's just you and the universe.
and concentrating and learning and sacrifice. Sacrificing everything. Blocking all distractions, all worldly things out. Everybody, whatever they got going on, just blocking it and, and protecting your energy and all the hard work that you've been putting in. Like, I've been putting in all this work for years. It's going on seven years. Time just flew. In August, it'll be seven years. I haven't been doing this, podcasting, or the mixtapes thing for not that long, you know? But I've been, you know, seeking and, and, and working the, the entertainment with the music and artists and management and recording and all, you know, and all that that come with it and investing in it and investing in myself for, for years. So he was saying that uh, the universe is going to test your sincerity. That is it, is it, are you sure that this is what you want? Are you sure what you ask in the universe? Are you sure that this is what you want? Are you ready for it? Are you going to be able to handle it? Because mind you, he's not going to give you more than what you can bear. So your character and your energy and your ambition and your shoulders are not strong enough to handle it because a lot of people can't handle it. What's to come with it? That it will not be given to you. So he said, sacrifice, when he says sacrifice, that you have to let something go that you love or something that you desire or something that you're lusting over, or whatever it is that you got going on that's occupying or taking your space and your brain and your feelings and your emotions and it's taken away from what you've been building with your affirmation and what's your goal and what you've been doing for, you know, during your grind. If you're not willing to let that go, then that's going to that's gonna block. That's going to block your source of energy from you connecting with the source so he can manifest all your desires in the positive light or whatever it is that you're seeking. If it's health, wealth, marriage, you know, just to be sane, whatever your whatever your uh whatever your calling is, whatever you call, you know, whatever it is what you want to do. You want to travel the world, you want to be an artist, you want to be a an actor, you want to be a director, you want to do this, you want to do that. You just put, you know, put your mind to it and work hard every day at it and be consistent at it and dedicate yourself to it and just stay on it and believe it and believe in it and believe it in yourself. Because not many people can do not many people can do it by themselves. Like They always got to have somebody around. And I was like that my whole life. I always had to. I always had to have people around me. You know, mama's boy. You know, I, I got off my mom's tit at a very late age. Like I was in my thirties. I used to call for everything. Mom, oh my god, mom. I just got laid off. Oh my god, mom. 
uh, she pregnant. Another one? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Mom, uh, can I borrow can I borrow a couple of dollars? Mom, 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 mom. You know what that did? That drove my mom to pack up all her things. And she moved all the way to Florida. <laughs> she moved far as hell. She moved 16 hours away. And then to this date, to where I sit and where I stand, man, I'm still in the information. I mean, the uh, affirmation of sacrificing. So, I sacrifice everything on this journey. In the last year, in the last year and a half, I keep saying last year. It's been in November to be two years. Wow. March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November. Okay, well, nine more months. It'll be two years. So in the last year and three months, or 15, in the last 15 months, I sacrificed everything. I've thrown all the eggs in the basket. And I shut, uh, I shut the world down. The only communication that I have with the outside world is right here with this. This little thing right here going on with the IG Live thing and the Facebook Live and the YouTube. Like no human contact physically, you know? And the luxury things that I used to have and all that, I sacrificed it all. I don't want none of it. Got rid of it. Sold it. Got rid of it. Don't need it. It's not important. That, that was a distraction. A major distraction and a waste of money. I could have used all them thousands and thousands of dollars that I spent on that. Especially my car. I spent thousands and thousands and thousands about 30-something thousand on that car, man. I could have took them thirty, forty thousand dollars and I could have invested in my in my situation, what I got going on there. You know what I'm saying? So 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 that's one of the signs that you sacrifice and you lose something that you really wanted and what you desired and what you what you but you lust and all that, so you have to sacrifice. And then the other sign was everything turns quiet. Everything. The people who used to see come on your live don't come on your live anymore. The people that's be in your DMs all the time or my inbox or texting me all the time and calling me, they don't call anymore. They don't DM me anymore. They don't... They, there's no connection. Our energies and our connectivities, I'm on a different wavelength. So they're not on what I'm on, then I, I just keep it moving and I'm seeking to connect with my source, with my belief system and my source and the energy and the 
And what I'm trying to connect to, to get the light shed, that's what I'm on. That's the mission that I'm on. And that's what I tell whoever I meet. That is not personal. It's never personal. I just have to stay on course. On a straight line. And I can't let no one, not my family, not my friends, not my kids, not no exes, not no baby moms, not nobody, man. Not the state, not the union, whatever I had going on in my life. I cannot, I cannot and I will not let that distract me from my overall goal. And I grind, 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 and I grind. Keep the electric on. Keep the roof over my head. Keep the Wi-Fi on. Keep my phone on. There's nobody giving me anything. Nobody calling me to say, yo, uh, hood, like, what's your cash at, bro? What's your PayPal? You all right over there? You need some water? You need a loaf of bread? How's your, how's your baby? She good? She need anything? See? So those are all the distractions that I fight, them demons that I fight every day. Because if, if I, don't, I don't know where I get the strength from, I, well, obviously I get it from my source, my Lord, right? To maintain sanity. I know a lot of people that I know personally that any type of crisis, they right away they go to the, they go see the doctor and the doctor puts them on medication because they can't deal with the mental, the mental strain. But like I said before, I don't for those who know me who don't know me, I don't been to hell at least five times and back in my lifetime where I was left. For dead. And then for those people who know me from those periods of times in my life when I was written off and left for dead, especially when I got incarcerated and I got sentenced to 10 years, they all wrote me off. Every last one of them. Not one of them. I fed a lot of people in my lifetime. In all my chapters in my life. In every last one of them. I've always been the giver. The helper. The guy who reach out. The dude that calls. Like, yo, what's up? You good, bro? You all right? Why are you so quiet? What's going on? I'm, I'm on my way, man. I see what's going on with you over there, man. What the hell's going on in here, over here? You need a hug? Let me give you a hug. Come on, let's go get something to eat, man. Let's go take a ride, bro. Let's go to the mall. Let's go for a walk. Let's talk about it. But when I stood in front of that judge, when I stood in front of that judge for sentencing, for pre-sentencing report, because you got to go to pre-sentencing first, then the judge know exactly what it is he's going to give you.
And when I went to that, and my lawyer handed him my pre-sentencing report, and I had a letter that was incredible. Like with all my honors, with all my achievements, you know, with my military background, with me playing college basketball, and me volunteering in the community for 12 years. You know, I had a basketball program where I taught the kids life skill classes, and I taught them how to play basketball and the fundamentals of life. You know, so I was their socialist. I was a, I was their uh, psychologist, and then I was their social worker. I was their stepdad. I was their coach. A lot of them, I was mom, dad, because a lot of those kids didn't have no parents, but they came to the gym and they felt safe. You know, every day I did it for I did it. Like I'm doing this right here now, seven days a week. That's what I was doing then, seven days a week, and I took time for my own kids and sacrificed time for my woman who I was with at the time, my daughter's mom who's a wonderful person because she basically raised my kids. She did everything for them because she knew what I was doing with, my, with, the, with the kids in the community. And a lot of those kids who are in that 12-year span, from 8 years old all the way up to they turn 18, 19 when they graduated high school, a lot of them now to this day, right now, to this day, today, 2020, a lot of them are firefighters, police officers, school teachers, principals, councilmen, and one of them, two of them became mayor. And the, oh, and the other kid, he was, he was bad as hell. And his dad was a, t it was a drug dealer too. That's how I knew him, because I used to sell drugs. And I thought that kid was, he had a terrible attitude. Man. He used to come down to court and shoot the ball like from half court. Be like, what the fuck? Get out, get out the game. He, he had a bad attitude. Well, that kid is a successful attorney. He has a big law firm, right? But my what I was doing, it wasn't aligned with the universe. I was, I was doing what I was doing to, you know, to help the community. But me personally, my energy and what I had going on personally, mentally and physically, it just wasn't in tune. It wasn't in tune. So I, I was all over the place. So when I went to pre-sentencing, getting back to that, and the judge read that, what I just said, everything that I just said, and the judge said, first of all, thank you for your service. Right? And this letter right here that I just read, this has got to be one of the best letters a pre-sentencing report that has ever come before me in the 30 years that I've been judged on this bench. That's what he said to me. This is outstanding. You volunteered for 12 years for free in, your, in this community? And the person who wrote me the pre-sentencing the, the, the letter was the captain of the fire department. He says, sir, with all due respect, I read this, and with this letter right here, I would just let you go home today with probation, like two years probation, sir. I was like, oh, shit. I'm about, what I'm talking about? Probation. Shit, I'm going home. I'm about to go get money. He said, I need you to do one thing for me, sir. Please stand up. I stood up. He said, now, turn around. 
and tell me what you see. So I stood up in the court room and I turned around. He said, this letter right here, and from what I see in the courtroom, it doesn't add up. There's not one person that came to your pre-sentencing report to come speak up for you on your behalf. Not one parent, not one child that went to high school, went to in college or whatever, not one. Not one. Like, you know, I was I was kind of I was hurt by that. It's like, damn, he's right. Not even one, not one. He said, I'm sorry to uh, come sentence in in, in I mean, two weeks. Come back for sentencing. Boom. So now they throwing plea deals at me unless I want to go to trial. So their first offer was 20 years. In the state of New Jersey, you only get two offers when, when you have multiple convictions called Bremish Law, the federal guidelines. So the first one was 20 with a 10. I, like, I told my, so I'm like, you, you, you crazy as hell, man. So we went to court, then we went back and forth. Then they said, all right, this is your last offer right here. You take this plea deal right here, or if you want to go to trial, and when you lose trial, you're going to get 60 to 100 years. So you're going to take this 12 with a 6. I said, who's going to take 12 with a 6? Crazy as hell. I told my lord, you go do 12 with a 6, bro. I pay you $8,000 for it. You got to go You got to go talk to them about that shit, bro. And he's like, nah, they already said they're not giving you <laughs> They're not giving you nothing else. I said, all right, bro. Well, look, I'll go to the bathroom right quick. Let me go to the bathroom. You gotta go to the bathroom now? I was like, yeah, I gotta go to the bathroom, bro. I go to the fucking bathroom. So I walked out of the courtroom and I went to the bathroom down the hall. Then when I got done in the bathroom, I, I, I walked out the bathroom door and I made a left. And I walked right out the exit and I jumped into my, my girlfriend's car at the time. I jumped in her car and I fucking went to the gas, I filled it up and I jumped down the highway and I was heading north. I was on the run. <laughs> I'm like, I, you know, I'm gonna pay up when you catch up. I said, I'm gonna pay up when you catch up. I'm talking about twelve with a six. You crazy? Have to, they're gonna have to shoot me. Twelve with a six. Crazy as hell. Fuck out of here. So after like twenty minutes of me driving up the highway, my lawyer kept calling me and calling me and calling me and calling me and calling. Me and calling me. Yo, what the fuck, man? Where you at? Are you crazy? He said, man, you better have your ass back here before three o'clock. If you're not here by three o'clock. They're going to put a warrant out for your arrest, and you're going to lose your bail money. You're going to lose your bail money, and you're going to have a warrant for your arrest, and then those those deals are going to be off the table, dude. You have to go to trial. They're going to slam dunk the shit out of you. So I turned around, and I prayed the whole way back to that courtroom. And I was just praying and praying and asking God to please. 
place his mercy on me. I went back in there. And the prosecutor was upset. She was tight in the lips. She was upset. And the other dude was upset. We went back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and they came back with a 10 with a 4. So I took it, because, you know, in four years, I'll be eligible for parole. But I ended up doing fucking six, six the, the, almost the whole fucking thing. Then when I got out, I had to do another two and a half years parole. So it was another a never-ending thing, you know? So those are the signs, you know, the affirmation and then the manifestation. So what we think of and what we feed the universe, positive or negative, then surely that is what's to come to you. So when I say the signs, this is what I'm feeling right now. Like as I'm sitting here right now in my studio, in my house, it's completely dark. And there's no one here but me and my spirituality and my soul. And I know I got angels around me sitting here recording what I'm singing. Right? I believe. I believe in all the books and the angels. I believe in the gems. I believe in, in the shaitan and all that. But I will continue on my journey. Because guess what? Time waits on no man or woman. When your time is up, And your number is called. Then you're out of here. Then I won't be sitting here no more. They'd be like, oh, yeah, remember that dude? That dude, Hoodstar? Yeah, you know, Hoodstar, 365 TV, the dude with the, the, the mixtape dude, the radio dude. Remember him? Yeah, man, he died, bro. What? Damn, that's fucked up. That's it. Out of all the people 
in all my lifetime who I've served, who I fed, who I clothed, who I comfort, who I counseled, who I taught, and everything, everybody. I can guarantee you that they will not reach out to my family to make sure that my daughter and my kids are, are okay. Hell, they won't even reach out now, and I'm playing their music every day, all day. If I heard somebody, and I was an artist, and somebody was playing my music every day, all day like that, the way that I do, you think I wouldn't reach back out to that guy and be like, yo, man, what's your PayPal, bro? Yo, what's your, what's your, what's your cash at, little star, man? I appreciate you, bro. You play my record almost every day. Now, you're making my record popular. People like the record. And now they, I see they're going to getting it. They're buying it on iTunes or they're streaming it on YouTube or on SoundCloud or on Spotify. Like, I, I appreciate you. But it's okay. Because you know why? Because I know that my alignment with the universe is going to manifest itself. It's going to be an abundantly overflowing with wealth. I'm going to have so much money to build, to renovate, not only bandos or properties or cars, but I'm talking about people. To deprogram them and reprogrammed them. See? Not going to take all the money and be selfish with the money and be a hoarder and have all the money sitting in here and I'm just going to be have money counting machines and counting and counting and counting and posting on, 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 online. No, I'm going to put that money to work and change lives. And uplift and uplift people's lives. I'm not gonna go and buy a bunch of chains and a bunch of dumbass cars and a big old mansion. It's just me and my two little ones. I don't need all that. I don't need a basic house, bro. With a banging studio, I want a an incredible studio in it. And I want engineers to come every day and the videographers to come every day and, and, and build a team. And just be creative and create, do the podcast every day. Build careers and give, you know, give the young indie artists or the young entrepreneur or those who inspire to inspire opportunities to change not only their lives, but their family lives, their friends' lives, their community lives. See, that's the difference. Like, what is your agenda? You know, like, I, you know, I, I watch a lot of our wealthy people who come from out from where I come from, you know, our culture, the hood, whatever, whatever, and then they become successful and wealthy, and the shit that comes out of their mouth to pacify 
their arrogance and ignorance that the universe, the source, shed the light on you and given you the, a massive, major opportunity to enhance and to build and to network and to change lives. And you have taken, taken them blessings and just throwing it, throwing it away daily. Just throwing it away daily. When I say throwing it away, when you go to a car lot and you see a car for a quarter of a million dollars or half a million dollars or even two million dollars and you actually buy that car and you drive off that lot, that car loses its value immediately. When you buy that watch that costs $18 million and you walk off that, walk away with the, from the jeweler and you actually gave him $18 million for a watch, what a fucking idiot. I don't give a goddamn if you're a billionaire five times over. Do you know what you could have done with $18 million? How many lives you could have changed? Like, Salute to uh, LeBron James, man. Now, that's a brother who's doing it the right way. Not being an idiot. He built a school in his hood, like where he's from. I mean, a top-of-the-line, state-of-the-art facility for underprivileged children. And the curriculum is incredible. It's not like my, my kids' school, their curriculum is it's so outdated. Like they're not even they're not even teaching my, my, my kids anything. My kids are teaching them. My daughter comes home from school and she's done her homework in two minutes. That's how easy it is. Not challenging at all. I challenge her every day. And I teach her to be creative and to use her mind. And don't be boxed in. And never be a robot. And don't be a, uh, don't get caught up in the in the rat race where you're living your life like a robot, and then it just year after 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 year, all these years just go by. You're doing the same thing, and then 20 years down the line, 30 years down the line, you're like, damn, I did all that for what? Why did I do all that all those years? I tore my body up, and working nights, jackhammering, and broke, you know, getting hurt. And once again, when I was standing there and needed their help, they all shut me down. These are the signs, and I recognize the signs, and I'm appreciative for the signs. But I can guarantee you, and I can promise you, that when the day comes, and that day is coming, I feel it in my soul, I'm going to die. Well, I'm going to die feeling it in my soul. 
because I would never, ever, ever, ever give up. Because I would not be ignorant with it. You would never see me in a strip club throwing thousands of dollars to evilness. I'm going to take that money and donate it to the Boys and Girls Club or to the PAL or to a school or to, the, uh, to a charity like Catholic Charities. You know what I mean? Or to the, or to the Mass Jed or to anybody that's helping the community. You know, when people need help for back rent or utilities or a drive, you know, they need a car, donate cars to families who need you know, transportation to get back and forth to go to school or go to the store or go wash clothes. These are the simple necessities. Nobody knows my my personal plight. And for those who I confined in, you know, who had a, a, a misconception of who I am or or what they see on the internet. I, I think they think I got money because I'm on the internet or something. <laughs> then when they come around me, oh, this nigga ain't, he ain't balling. Oh, then they stop coming around. But it's all a rerun. Like I, tell, I tell them all the same thing. Like, yo, what you're doing and what you're saying and what you're thinking I already know what you're going to say before you even before you even thought about it. Because you were rerun a hundred times over. Like, I met you. I met you a hundred times in my lifetime. There is nothing that you can say or, or any type of energy that you can throw my way that I haven't already experienced. So, th- these are the signs. So I'm cherishing this this journey and this grind. It is a grind and it is a struggle and it is painful. You know, you're hungry. You know, you're just exhausted. you like, it's overwhelming. You know, there's just some days where I just sit here and just, I be working so hard that I get a headache. And I take uh, Motrin or whatever, go lay down. And then some days when I sit there and I just cry. And I haven't cried like this in years. As a matter of fact, when, my, when, when I was incarcerated, it must have been like nine deaths in my family. My dad died when I first went down, when I first started my sentence. Then my stepdad died. Then my uncle died. Then another uncle died. Then my council cousin died. Then my aunt died. Then another aunt died. Another, like, then my, one of my boys got killed. It was like death. Death, 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 death. And there was nothing that I can do. It's like th- the same positions that I'm in right now as what, I'm feel- is what I felt then. Because I was actually be in the yard and then I used to look around. Then they had these big, tall-ass fences with all this barbed wire and all this crazy. Like, so the, the world was blocked off to me. And then the only information that I got from the outside world was when I got, a, when I got mail. 
but it wasn't it wasn't telling me what was going on. It wasn't telling me nothing. It was just telling me I love you, I miss you, we miss you, we love you, I love you. I, every letter was like that. So I I was disconnected from everything and everybody that whole ordeal to this day to this day since 2002 and we're in 2020 wow and then now in this chapter is the same thing when I decided to go you know to go all in and put all my energies into what I'm doing today and the sacrifices I had to make there's no one here no one in my ear telling me like yo yeah you can do it keep going buddy yeah I believe in you man yo Yo, yo, I just listen to your podcast, bro. I listen to all of them, dog. I listen to all your mixtapes, all your pod. Yo, I went and I bought all your singles, man, a hundred times. Man, was on iTunes and Tidal and Spotify and all that shit, man. Yo, you didn't you get the receipt? I bought it all, bro. Yeah. You just keep going, man. Keep going, bro. Listen, bro. We believe in you, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, listen. Listen. You hear that? No, seriously. You hear that? Listen. It's silence. It's silence. It's silence. The same eerie silence that I felt when I was locked up, where I lost all contact with everybody who I knew in the outside world. So our energies was unplugged. It was disconnected. Then when I was released, it was never plugged back in. It was never it was never reconnected. It stayed that way. So now, fast forward to what the situation is going on now. I cause they unplugged from me back in two thousand two. Right? Didn't none of them come visit me. Didn't none of them come write me. Didn't nobody come send me no money on my books. None of that. So now, 2020, or 2018, at the end of 2018, is when I am plugged. I started unplugging all the extension cords that were all plugged into me. 
and draining my energy and taking all my electricity and taking all my power from me. And I just started unplugging them. Like, boom. Get off me. No. Boom. Unplugging them all. And I'm talking about everybody. Loved ones and friends. I ne- I never been a friend type dude. Like I never had a bunch of friends. I had a, associates. Like business associates. Whoever I was getting money with was an associate. Like I never played that fake shit like he's my friend. Because I know that as soon as you do that, them niggas will blow your head off. Or rob, set you up for robbery and all that dumb shit. You know what I'm saying? So I learned that at a very young age, man. My cousin taught me that at a very young My cousin Ali, may he rest in peace. Like When I was a young buck, he taught me that. Cause he used to hustle. He the one who taught me the game. I just now, I just got a real eerie, I got a real eerie feeling just now that I know that my angel, he's sitting in that chair right there. I felt, I felt his presence come in here. And he's sitting there with his legs folded and he's watching me. Alhamdulillah. And he's writing down everything that I'm saying. Shit, I do believe. I do believe in the source. You know, that created everything that's between the heavens and the earth and all of the universe or whatever it is you want to call them. Because, you know, we as humans, we come up with all type of names and this and that and this. And we believe in this. We're going to build this building. We're gonna, it's going to be shaped like this. No, we're going to shape it like this. And we, well, I was going to have a cross on it. No, I was going to have a moon on it. Or I was going to have a star on it. Or I was going to have a diamond on it. Or I was going to be a tree. Or we're going over here to a cow. Or we're going to pray to a rock. Or we're going to pray, whatever. Or we're going to worship athletes. Because now, with our society, everybody's worshiping athletes and social media internet stars. So that's what the kids, ah, oh my God, ah. And the athletes are getting paid 200, $300 million to play sports. Okay. So, yes, yeah, so I disconnected because I know and I knew, you know, that me doing, I just, this just didn't happen, you know. Been a lot of reading, a lot of soul searching. Especially when I was locked up, I used to read, read everything. Then I had an OG. Like he just, he used to feed me so much information. He, he was a kingpin. He was a legend. He passed away, but that's gonna be another uh, another podcast. But uh, and now that everything that we've talked about, and everything that I talked about, and everything that I said that I was gonna do when I came home. And what I desired to do and what my goal was. Because I always said that I wanted to do this. I remember like five years ago, my sister asked me that. She said, but what is your goal? Like, what is it you want to do? I said, my goal is that I want to be able to wake up every day, right, and give thanks, give praise, and thank the Lord for waking me up. But that I want to go to my studio. I want to be able to be in a studio every day and, and every day and just be creative and record artists and shoot videos, and interview people. The podcast thing wasn't in, 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 in yet in my mind. And she said, really? Well, all you got to do is just, whatever you want to do, just 
write it down, set your goals, and then start applying them and start going for it. And don't worry about what anyone says or thinks. I love her for that to this day. And she always comes up, she tells me, I'm so proud of you. Keep going. And you really like, you, you, I can't believe you got a podcast. You know, I'll be listening. She said, you know, I'll be listening to your podcast. And it's awesome. <laughs> so that's my baby sister. So I love her for that, man. So, yeah, so the signs are clearly being shown. And it's, it's like I said earlier, it's airy. And it gets a little spooky. Like, now, now, I'm getting chills down the ba- down, down my back just now. Because I know that I have an angel behind me sitting here. He's right there. I can feel him. And then he just moved right there. What's up? Sound like him. Or if it's a gin, I will do belay when they say time to Bismillah and Rahman Rahim. If it's a gin, may Allah protect me from him. Protect me from that. And the shaitan. Because I need the shaitan to stay far, far, far away from me with the nonsense. And stop sending them gins my way. Them pretty them pretty girl with the with the big butt and the smile. They gins, man. Keep them away from me, man. They sucking the life out of me, man. That means, see? So this is where I'm at with it, man. So this has been a, 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 a real deep uh, conversation on this podcast. And if, as a matter of fact, let me give my shout-out. I didn't even give a shout-out. My bad. Uh, shout-out to Anchor Podcast. And shout-out to Red Bull, Puma, Adida, and Feliz. Because they do business with the hip-hop culture. Hip-hop artists, you know, the culture. And that's dope. So salute to you guys. And I look forward to meeting you guys so we can do business. You know, with sponsorship and going on tour and going on podcasts and going on the road and go speak to the kids, go to the juvenile centers, go to the university, go to the universities, you know, and speak to those kids at them colleges. Because they're they're really interested in learning us and learning what you know. Well, how do you survive in that environment? Like, how do you guys like eat every day and sleep every day when you're hearing gunshots outside your door? Are people on drugs walking walking around like zombies? Or you walking down the street and people come to you like, "Yo, got them perks out, perk tens, perk thirties." You got some sebastian. Yo, I got this. Yo, today I went downtown because I had to run to the bank real quick. And when I got out and I walked out, and that and this dude walked up on me, and I walked by, I, I must have walked by like seven dudes down that damn that, that strip, and they all said the same shit to me. But you know what? I ain't even feed to them. I just ignored them. Now a couple years ago, they said that to me. I'd be like, Yo, man, I can fucking fiend you, bro. I'll smack shit out you, dog. I like crackhead to you. Like, really? You fucking retarded, dog. Yo, got them, got them perk tens. Got them, got them 30s. Got them, got them. I was like, I just ignored them motherfuckers. Then when I went to the bank, 
But when I came back from the bank, started walking up the strip again, they all started moving out the way immediately. Cause I don't know if they thought I was five old or something. Then I got my weight up. Then I had my hoodie on. It was kind of thick, so everybody thought it was a vest. <laughs> so I guess I got the face, huh? Because I, I don't look all fiend out. So they see somebody healthy, but like, oh, he, he got to be police, bro. And then my logo, what about this, a badge? What's that, what's that shit that he got on his hat? So, you know, we're tested every day, all day. I know I am. I'm tested consistently every single day. But like I said, I'm, you know, I'm going to say thank you to my Lord because he's given me the uh, aptitude and the strength mentally to be able to endure it. Like I know that it's going to be okay. I have my moments when I sit there, you know, and I be like, it feels like I'm grieving. It feels like death. It literally feels like this silence. And then what I've had, to, what, you know, what I've lost and what I had to sacrifice, you know, it's real eerie. Because, you know, like when I, was, when, I, when I was away, when I was incarcerated, my dad died, and then my stepdad died, and then like a year later, my uncles, my, one of my favorite uncles died. And then every before I was getting ready to get on parole, then my, my, my mom's brother, youngest brother, he passed away. To this day, I haven't been able to mourn no one's death. The only death that I mourned was my best friend got killed three years ago. Like when I first heard about he got killed, I didn't cry at all. I was upset. I was like, oh, shit, damn, bro. But I, it wasn't in, I wasn't in tune with the reality that he was gone until a week later when I had to go to the funeral home and I seen him actually laying there. Then that broke me down. You know, that I, I cried like, I cried, cried, cried. Like I lost it emotionally. They had to, they, um, his nephew had to come and grab me and say, yo, 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 Ali, man. Stop the law, Ali, come on, get your, get your bearing, man. Go out. And he, he, he checked me. Then I snapped out of it. Cause I, I, couldn't, I couldn't believe it, man. My right hand man. But I haven't been, like, when I was locked up, my dad died, my stepdad died, all people died, I was in my family. I didn't mourn or cry for any of them to this day. Like, I'm desynthesized to death. When Kobe Bryant died, I don't even know him personally. I don't know that man from a can of paint, man. All I know that I, I'm a Laker fan, and I've been a Kobe Bryant fan all these years. So I had I felt some type of connection with our energies because everything that he talked about is, uh, it was inspiring. And he, he was younger than me, but what he was on was very inspiring, you know. So those traits, I always do the same thing. Now, everybody who I meet, I always try to inspire them. Like, take money. When I first met him and got around him. Anybody, anybody. And I was like, yo, but I'm telling you, bro, pursue that, man. Do that, man. I'm telling you, you can do it, dog. Your, yeah, your sound is dope, dog. Like, you, you original. Like, when you got that, what you got going on, keep pursuing it. That's me. That's always been me. So I haven't been able to mourn anybody. 
I, like like I said, my, just my best friend, and then Kobe. I've been crying when Kobe died. I, I cried like he, like he was my brother. And like today, watching the All Star Game when Jennifer uh, Hudson sang that song. Oh my goodness! I had to walk away from the TV. I had to turn it off and come up here. We get desynthesized from our rea- from our reality, pretty much. So those are the sacrifices. Those are the sacrifices. When they say you you, you have to sacrifice, are you sure you are you sure that this is what you want manifested? Now, when I when you get it, or when I get it, am I going to be able to handle it, or am I going to turn into an idiot and be like everybody else? You're gonna see me on, on you're gonna see me on IG at the strip club with thirty thousand dollars on my on my on my um in the VIP section of one and a couple bottles and me throwing it up, throwing ones up in the air to a bunch of nobodies. To shit that I don't even approve of. I never been a strip a strip club type of dude anyway. That shit don't do nothing for me at all. You know? So, hey, look, this podcast has been brought to you by Anchor Podcast. You know what I mean? Oh, this is episode 67. You don't know? Now you know. You, but you can go listen to the podcast right now. Go subscribe to my YouTube channel at Hillstar365 TV. Hit the like button. Leave a comment. Don't forget to hit the notification bell. And you can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, and all major media platforms that host podcasts. It's Respect the Game, the podcast. I'm Ali, Hillstar365. I love y'all. Stay positive, and you can do anything you put your mind to. Just have to sacrifice and block out all distractions. Any negative energy, regardless who it is, friends, family, loved ones, girlfriend, wife, husband, dog, cat, your neighbor, school, whatever. Anybody that you, that's involved around you, that's around your around your energy, that's being negative or deceptive or throwing shade at you, because you know they like to stick around you. I, I seen that post that you posted earlier too, where you said I read it. It said, "Be careful who you got in the boat with you, helping you roll, and at the same time they're drilling holes in your boat to sink." Because they don't really want you to win. That's, that's deep. That post was deep. And it's true. And it's true. Because I, I got a I got a, I got a buddy of mine that we've been buddy for like damn near 25 years. Man. We've been friends for like a long time. Man. And uh, he's not used to seeing me in this capacity. You know what I'm saying? He knows me as, you know, I was always the hustler, you know, get money type dude. Always outside, shining. You know, I always had banging ass cars or fly ass women. You know, with the jewelry and the clothes and the swag. You know what it is. You know what I'm saying? And then when I did f- come from that, he didn't know me as this. So when he comes over here and see me doing this, I guess it bothers him or whatever. And he always got something negative to say. Not one time has he come here to give me some upliftment. Or 
some motivation or some inspiration or, a, you know, an investment or anything. They just come and pull up and, like, blow the horn, and then it'll be something new. Yo, look at my new car. Yo, check it out. It's dope, right? Uh, all right, bro, see you later. Then three months go by, six months go by, then come again. Yo, check it out, bro. I just bought me, <laughs> I just bought me a new pickup truck, bro. Yo, check it out. Yo, yeah, it's nice, right? Yeah, yeah bro, you're right, bro. All right, bro, peace, bro. All right, then another another six months go by, and he came again. Yo, check it out, bro. I got me a trailer, bro. Yo, yo, yo. I said, this motherfucker got one. <laughs> I said, this motherfucker got one more time to come over here with that bullshit, bro. Got one more motherfucking time, bro. And sure enough, he came. He came up here with that bullshit, bro. The same shit. Yo, what are you doing, bro? What's going on, bro? What the fuck, bro? Why are you doing this for, bro? What the hell, bro? Do this, bro. Go back to doing that. Go back to work, dude. Go back to your job. Go back to your life. Go back to what you was doing, dog. You know what I told him? I told him to stand up. Just do me a favor. To stand up. And walk the fuck back downstairs and exit the doorway, bro. I told him straight up, bro, I love you. But if you ain't got nothing positive to say or your energy ain't positive when you come around me, you give me a headache, bro. You make my fucking stomach hurt, bro. Don't come around. It was nice knowing you, dog. I just don't need that around me, bro. Period. A little harsh. Yeah, I would say it's harsh. Or when people come around you and you just want to tighten the bolts on you, like, <laughs> they don't come to relieve it. They, come, they don't come to untighten it, you know, to relieve the pressure a little bit or relieve the pain. You know, they want to <laughs> tighten it. <laughs> I'm like, dude, give me a break, bro. I told him straight, I said, listen, bro, I can rest assure you that the light is being shed. And when the light is shed, then I can trust and believe that you're going to be the first one in line with your hand out talking about you hungry or you want to be damned or you want to be my driver or you want to be my security or you want to be my advisor or something. You want a position. Because that's just how it goes. Everybody's waiting. Like last week, every phone call I got last week, I got seven phone calls last week. Every last one of them was about money. Yo, can I borrow? Yo, can I? Yo, can you help me? Yo, yo, can I get $40? Yo, can I get $200? Yo, can I get, yo, can I borrow $1,500? Yo, can I? Yo, maybe I should start a loan shark business. A loan, a lo become a loan shark. Maybe I should do that. What do you think? No, that's, that's negative, right? That's negative. You writing it down? You writing that down? You ain't got to write that down, bro. You ain't got to write that down. Keep that between us. I'm talking to my angel right here. He's writing everything down that I'm saying. Good morning. What's morning?
Cause this is where I'm at with it, man. So this is why I do. This is what why I do what I do every day, all day. It doesn't matter to me that I might have one person on my live or nobody on my live because it, once I hang up my live, it goes in the stream, and that's it's your, your your stream is seen by way more people than they are when your live is when you're on your live. So somebody's gonna hear my words or my message and it's gonna inspire them because that's 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 what I that my that's my intention is to inspire you, man, to teach. I've always been a teacher. Whether good or bad. I mean there's been chapters in my life where I was teaching bad sh- you know, bad things to be how to get it, bag it up, and how to distribute it and flip it and get it back and do it again and again and again, do that. Or how to be a womanizer. You know, make a bunch of fucking babies and break hearts and do that. I've never been a thief, though. If that's stealing shit, I, I've never been into that. All right? So with that, I just wanted to say that whatever it is you got going on, you have to pay attention to the signs because the signs will be given to you. And then you have to recognize them. So that means you have to study. You have to seek knowledge. Seek knowledge on manifestation. It's all, all on YouTube. It's a whole lot of blogs on it. You can sit there and listen and learn. And then you start to notice it. Like once you start watching them and learning that stuff, right, then you start to notice things around you and how things are changing, how things are you know, changing for you. And, and, it, and it gets scary. It gets, you know, it does get scary. You know what I'm saying? And then it starts seeing it. And then it starts manifesting itself. And then you got to be able to handle it. Just like like today. I got a DM today from a, 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 a decent-sized fucking entertainment company sending me his shit, asking me to post his stuff. Asking me to post his stuff on my page. And would I be interested in hosting some of his events? That's just the manifestation. That that is gonna come in the in the abundance. You know what I'm saying? So now I just want to take the podcast and elevate the podcast and the radio station, you know, with the mixtapes and the music and, and elevate and enhance everybody who I met or who comes back and tap in that we can connect our energies and feed our energies together and build it and feed it to the universe. And then when it's going to line up, and when it lines up, and it lines up with the source and the universe, and then affirmation kicks in, and it manifests itself to its physical form. And we say with physical form, we mean good mental health, good physical health, good uh, being straight emotionally, spiritually, and then wealth. To be able to maintain and take care of yours and take care of your community and help those that are in need. Like now with this major crisis that we got going on around the world, like here in America, everybody's taking it lightly. Nobody's taking heed to it. It's like a, that's one thing. Like I, I served in the military and I've been around the world and I've seen third world countries and I've seen how they're living. 
So I don't take uh, United States of America for granted not even one day. I don't take my situation. I'm not rich. I'm in the struggle. But look, I got electricity. I got a studio. I got recording equipment. I got laptops. I'm able to record a podcast. I can do whatever my, my brain you know, gives me the aptitude to, to do. I can get on my cell phone. I got an iPhone. I got an Android. You know, I got water. I got water. You know, they don't even have water. They got to drink the water that comes out of the, the, the river while they're tapped. The wells they tap into the ground. So it doesn't have filters. So they're drinking all that mercury. And then that's why they're, all, they're getting sick with cancers and all tumors and everything else. So all praises do. I don't take any of this for granted, ever. I know that I'm blessed. And that the blessings are to come in abundance. And when it comes, I can promise you that God is my witness, that he can take my life. That I will not be part of the goose troop clan that was going on within our culture today. It's, 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 it's obnoxious, man. It's sickening. It's dumb. It's stupid. It doesn't make sense, man. Everybody just stuck on stupid. Dumb as hell. Like, I don't know who the hell said ignorance was cool or being trifling was cool or not having respect for yourself was cool or not having no type of morals for yourself was cool. But they fed that shit to us. They fed it to us and they spoon fed it to us. From the, for these kids now, like the 20, from, uh, from 18 or 16 to fucking 25, or even 30 years. I see, I see a 35-year-old, 40-year-old doing the same dumbass shit, too. And she got four kids, little kids, and she on fucking TikTok with her big ass and big ass titties and showing it to everybody with her kids right there dancing with her. I'm like, this is fucking crazy, man. Yeah, so when I get it, then that's what I'm going to be on to go and deprogram and reprogram our people, man. To teach, teach one, right? Teach, teach one, reach one. So if I get a million dollars, then of course people gonna wanna know. But damn, Hoodstar, how'd you make the million dollars? How'd you get the million dollars? What's the blueprint? I'm gonna come in to teach. I'm like, yo, all that shit you got going on, all that what you got going on in your life right now, you got to shut it all down and you got to sacrifice. You got to sacrifice being the most popular, sacrifice being the most liked, loved, the most desired, the most everything, or and then vice versa, whatever it is you design, whatever you like, whatever you love, you got to sacrifice that shit, whether it's your, whether it's your hair, whether it's your dreads, whether it's your, your gold, whether it's your jewelry, whether it's your car, whether it's your girl, whatever you're doing a lot of that's not enhancing you personally, as a human being, then that. You got to sacrifice and get away from that or get that away from you. Unplug it off of you. Disconnect the cords. And then when you willing to do that, and then everything's going to start turning. Because I, I, things are turning already. Motherfuckers is in my inbox, in my DMs. The shit is happening. I believe. I'm patient, have faith, and I know my work ethic. 
I know what it is that I want in this world before God called me back. So I died off. Then I got my kids watching me and listening to me, listening to my podcasts. They're tuned in. So when I'm dead and gone, they can always go back to YouTube. They can go on Apple. They can go on Google. And, and Daddy left a footprint on this planet. To, you know, digital. It ain't going nowhere. Forever. It'll be here. Hey, yo, this podcast is brought to you by Anchor Podcast. Salute the anchor, man. Put me on, put me on game, man. Getting my message and my word out to the world. You know, giving me the platform. I appreciate you guys, man. I look forward to one day meeting you guys, going to your headquarters and meeting you in person. Shout out to Gary B. Shout out to Eric Thomas. Shout out to Tate Money. Shout out to DJ Tone Bone. Shout out to I Am Authentic. Shout out to Pink Diamonds. Shout out to Cash Kia. Shout out to anybody and everybody who's supporting Hoodstar. And for those who don't know about me or not supporting me, I pray that you come on and tap back in and get in line with this energy. So that you can become and be part of the process. And I'm looking to build my team. I can't continue to do all this by myself. And it doesn't matter where you at. As long as you got a phone and a laptop and Wi-Fi, then you can enhance the movement. Like, I'm looking for individuals that wherever you are, to go seek a venue. Go holler at them about a venue and let them know what it is. And then we'll set it up. Whatever bright, set up an event, sell tickets, put me on the flyer, and then I'll come over there and we'll have a show. I'll come to bring the podcast. We can talk about it. We can sing about it. We can laugh about it. We can dance about it. But it's all about teaching and sharing, learning how to love one another. Put the guns down and get money and support one another. Whatever I got going on, you support me. Whatever you got going on, I support you. You selling cupcakes? Give me 10 cupcakes. I'm selling t-shirts, buy two t-shirts. I'm selling mixtape slots, get two slots. I'm selling the podcast, come be a guest on the podcast, come be a guest on the podcast. Pay for your spot, book your session. You want a video shot, book your video uh, shoot. You want to do a photo shoot, then book your photo shoot. And vice versa. That's how Atlanta been winning for the last 20 years. Because they, when they all decided, like, yo, we ain't going to be fighting and killing each other. Look, whenever you have an event, we all going to come to your showcase. Whenever we have a, an event, then you come to mine. And y'all got a clothing line. All right, we all going to wear your clothing line. We're on the west side. You're on the south side. So, look, we're going to wear your shit over here, and you're going to wear our shit over there. And we're just going to build it like that. Then I'm going to wear your stuff in my videos, and you're going to wear my stuff in your videos. So now the world's watching us because they, they, they like the music. And the world's watching us, and they're seeing what we're wearing. So what they're going to do? They're going to go to the websites, and they're going to go buy our shit. That's called networking and supporting one another. But if we continue this process where you come on my platform, but you want me to support you, but you're not supporting me at all, and that's just, it's, it's not, it doesn't work like that. It's not a one-way hire. 
It's not a one-way highway. The highway has two lanes, and it goes both directions, right? And we cross each other's paths. And then we connect. That's just life in general. When you meet somebody, right, and we start, what's up, how you doing, what it is, you connect, and then you connect, and then when it fizzles out, all right, boom. Then you go, shh, and you just keep building. But you keep those ties. All right, bro, but you keep that connection. You keep building. But if it's just like, nah, man, fuck that nigga. Nah, hell no. I, mean, I ain't fucking with her, man. Hell no, man. Fuck them. Nah, nah, nah. It's me, man. I'm doing this, man. It's my shit, bro. I put this together, man. I'm doing this, bro. It's my shit, bro. I, oh, uh, who's star? Oh, can you sign right here? We're going to sign you to a production, publishing, and all the distribution deal for, say, uh, $100 million. Oh, all right, bet. Yeah, yeah, $100 million, That's it? That's all you want to give me is $100 million? I was thinking more like 250 but okay, I'll take $100 million. All right, and as soon as I get the $100 million, nah, fuck that. I don't want nobody around me. I don't need no assistant. I ain't had no assistant. I don't need no staff. I don't need no groupies. I don't need none of that shit, man. I don't need that motherfucker Jake the Jeweler, that other dude, that Chinese dude from from Houston with all the drills and all that bullshit that he got going on, that everybody from the culture has bought all his fucking jewelry and made him wealthy as hell. What? I don't know. None of that shit, man. I don't want none of you motherfuckers to come around me, man. It's that bullshit, bro. <laughs> and that'll be selfish as hell, right? Nah. I don't get qualified people who are motivated and that are inspired to win and then go and teach wherever they from. So if you from Cleveland or you from Detroit or you from Cal, because I met some great people in the last six months from all over the country, uh, even overseas, that, um, that are inspired to do what, I, you know, what I'm talking about. So now we put all our brains together and all our work ethic together and our consistency and our dedication in one realm and one on the same goal, the same accord, we're going to win. The universe is not going to have a, 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 an option. They're going to line up. It's going to be bag after bag after bag after bag. But the key is, what are you willing to sacrifice? Is the key. Are you willing to sacrifice that pretty girl? Or that big tall dude? With the nice rims on his car? With the, with the big fake ass chain? Are you, are you willing to sacrifice that? Are you, are you willing to sacrifice stop eating pizza at 2 o'clock in the morning? And just drink some water? So you have good health, but you know health is wealth. Can you put the alcohol down? Can you stop smoking cigarettes? These are the sacrifices that we, like me, I had to, I quit everything. Drinking alcohol, I, st I stopped smoking weed. And since I stopped smoking weed, I've been, because I was using an excuse, I, I got to smoke because it's, it's stopping my creativity. I can't create. And I did, I was, I did have a blockage for like a good two, two weeks. But now my brain and my mind is like at full strength. Where I can multitask now. I'm multitasking again. 
So, you know, it's eight jobs. I got eight jobs right here. Bro. So, you know, it would be nice if I had at least five people right here every day show up at my door at 9 a.m. ready to be work, ready to be creative. You know what I'm saying? Like right there, I got the video production spot right there. We can shoot videos and do interviews and do the uh, photo shoots. And then I want to do skits, you know, because I, I like doing skits. Putting, you know, making the skits like three to five minutes long and then putting them on YouTube and start a series with the skits. And take the little clips and put it on social media for the promo. Shit like that. And then I got the I got the merch. We can make the merch department right over here. Make the hats, t-shirts, hoodies, and all that we got going on. Then I need somebody over here to do that. Then I, I just got the MPK to make beats. I have a young somebody over here that want to learn how to make beats. But come every day and be consistent. So that's the goal. So I put it out there in the air to the universe. So as this journey continues to manifest itself, that's going to be part of the process. So for all, all so, so everybody who I've spoken to, right, in the last year, because you heard me speaking about this, and I've talked and I've spoken to you in your DM and uh, on the phone concerning what my, the goals are. So. Go where you are, reach out to those schools, the universities, the co you know the juvenile centers, the prisons, and get a venue. And that could be a, a, a whole day affair, or we can make a two day. We can make it a two day affair, and I'll go there and we'll do the discussion. We could do a Q and A. We could do a showcase. Then I can go lecture and just tell the kids what it is, man. But no bullshit. The truth. Then when we get the money, then we break bread. We, how much we made, bro? All right, this, this, that goes to you. What you do? That goes to you. Oh, you, you cleaned up? You threw all the trash out? That, that, go, that goes for you. You sold merch? All right, that's, that, that's for you. You did what? You did the promo? All right, that's for you. All right, all right, bet. All right, well, look, we're going to do it again in like two months, man. So set that shit up again. I'm going to come back. And just do it like that, city to city, hood to hood. State to state. And if you go listen to all my mixtapes, everything that you hear me saying right now, you hear it within the mixtapes. You feel me? All right. So I'm Ali, and I'm your host of Respect the Game, the podcast. And this has been episode 67. Wow. All right. So I love y'all. Stay positive, man. And don't let nobody, man. I'm telling you, nobody, man. Distinguish your light. Shed the light. Peace.